try to start every week with questions. And we're, we finished up lesson, lesson number one last week. Um, so are there any questions regarding lesson one or li- literally anything? Does anybody have any questions uh, that, we, that we need to talk about? Wow. Oh, man, you guys have it all figured out, huh? Oh, yeah. We're all good. Okay. <laughs> well, I was asked a question uh, during greeting time, um, and I, I thought my, my first response is I could just answer it. Um, but a, 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 the more I thought about it, the more I thought it would be, it might be worth something to discuss because oftentimes if one person has a question about something, other people will too. Does that make sense? So my, the, the question was uh, in reference to the sermon this morning, uh, I, I referenced uh, the concept of respect, uh, love, love and respect. And the question came to me, okay, uh, what is respect? I think we all have a relatively good idea of what love is. Do we? Okay. We all kind of understand what it means to love our wives. But what does it mean for a woman to respect her husband? Um, because that, that word is a little bit more obscure. It's not, as, it's not a word that we like to necessarily use uh, today, but so my question to you then is, what is respect? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Okay. 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 Or, well, actually, that's not true. Because the Bible doesn't say respect your husband if he deserves it. Okay. And the same thing goes for loving your wife. You do it regardless. So what 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 is respect? Okay, anybody? Brandon, coming from a single guy. <laughs> Millennials. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, 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 okay. Um, so, okay. Now you got the def- you got the Google Google definition of it. Anybody else? This is critical. Okay, I wasn't respected there. I wasn't 
perspective there, but my, my situation would be different than his over there, yours over there, you know, where you feel maybe your opinion wasn't worth anything. You know, you say something, but it just, you know, right. just ignored. Okay. Well, let, 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 me, let me put it to you this way. And I'm giving away one of my secrets here as a pastor, okay? But typically, when, <clears throat> when I meet with a man, uh, like, I, uh, like I did on Thursday, uh, but typically, when I have coffee with, some, with a man or you know, lunch or something, one of the very first things that I ask is, tell me about yourself. Why do I do that? <laughs> okay, and that, that's part of it. Okay. But seriously, why do I do that? Okay, I'm taking an interest in that person. And then once I, once I get a world history on this individual... I will usually focus in on one other thing. Anybody know what that one other thing is? What? Their occupation. Why? His self-worth. See, men, men get their the validation of their self-worth by what we do. Women get their validation by who they are. Am I right? See, <clears throat> it's, it's almost easier, instead of asking the question, what is respect, it's almost easier to answer that question by saying, what is what respect is not. What, so let's, let's a, a answer that question. All right, go ahead, Rolando. You're already in the doghouse. Go ahead. What is not respect? Yeah. Talking trash about the football team? There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. But see, okay. Not taking an interest. Now, now, one of the things I had to learn early marriage was when I came home from work, my wife would ask me, how was your day? Joe, how did I answer her? Fine. You lied every time? No. Okay. Okay. Typically, typically, she'd say, how was your day? It was okay. Okay, it was good. How was your day? Boom! Man! Did I, did I ask for a, a, a two-hour... Boom! <laughs> well... Well, and, and see, and see that. See that's the that's the whole point. That, that's my whole point. See, a lady, a, a woman, for the most part, needs to be heard. Okay. Okay. By somebody other than tiny human. Yeah. By yes. Okay. 
somebody outside of diapers, you, you know, I, and I get that. But, but typically, is that what a man needs? No. So then, so then, okay, let's go back to the question. What is, what is not respect? Yes, ma'am. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Empathy, right. Okay. Brandon? Okay. Okay. Yes. So one of the ways so showing respect to your husband is appreciating his work and his providing for the family and caring about those things that matter to him. So if he is a certain football team fan or if he is a golfer, you take interest in what interests him that shows him you care about what he cares about. Then you teach your children the same. That's often how some families become one sports team because of that unity. And you need to, like we would always with our with my kids, I would always, Daddy's coming home. Daddy's coming home. Yay, Daddy's home. You know, let's go see you. You know, let's. They need that. They need, right. That's the way God made them. And women, and, and today, society today, tries to squash that, but that's how God made men. Mm-hmm. And God made us the way, and so he, they need us to show them that respect, that I care about you and what matters to you. Okay. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Disrespect that goes in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but what categorically, okay, not every woman is this way, but categorically, what are women most accused of doing in their relationship with their husbands? No. 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 Nag, 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 nag. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe, please, okay? Yeah, it would probably be really close. Yeah. But so, so does that help answer the question? What does the Bible say about it? Well, women are to respect their husbands. Um, I'd have to look it up, um, but the the word the word submit means to respect. So so the, the the word respect is not in scripture, so you really can't it, it, not in that context. Yeah. So so what does it mean to okay? We want husbands to love their wives, right? I mean that's that we want that we we're we're commanded to do that and and loving your wife is to sit and listen and to to try our best 
to get on the emotional side of, of ourselves, to feel what our wives are going through and so on and so forth. That's what it means to love. <clears throat> but what does it mean to respect? Find the areas in your, in your marriage that are important to your husband and reinforce those areas. Now, like Joe said, what, what, what he's going to consider disrespect it could be totally different from what I consider disrespect. I mean, there's going to be some commonalities in there, I'm sure, because we're men. But the idea is to hone in on the things that you know are important to Joe and then what's the word um i'm losing the word okay invest validate them um you know help mature these things in his life um we'll go back to the analogy of the football team if you know i don't know if joe has a fair foot i didn't think so um but if he did you know get in there and just you know throw out your own opinion and and reinforce what's important to him. One of the things that I appreciate about Melanie is the fact that she has always, in the 39 years we've been married, she's always encouraged me to do my woodworking because that is something that has always been important to me. And it is a it's a stress relieve reliever for me. So she's always been behind me. She's always encouraged me to pursue that in, in our in our 39 years of marriage. Where if, and if you know anything about woodworking, uh, it can get kind of costly. The equipment and the tools that I have, <laughs> it, it's not cheap. But she's always helped me and encouraged me to invest in those things because she knows it's important to me. Does that does that make sense? Yes. So the word respect is not there, but Ephesians 533 and the wife see that she reverence her husband literally means respect. The word reverence. Yeah. And that reverence means to like we revere the Lord, we show reverence to the Lord, we show reverence to our husband. And that respect see, and, and deference to defer to. Right. This morning I, I ended the sermon talking about Donna and Nola Martin. And and the fact that it took probably close to 50 years of marriage before Don learned how to cherish his wife. So I don't remember everything I said this morning, but for me, the whole drive home the next day, because we only were able to stay for one day, I think, didn't wasn't it just one day? And then we came home the next day. The whole way home, I, 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 I vividly remember not talking a whole lot, just meditating on this idea of cherishing my wife. And since then, we've had multiple conversations about this. And the idea is, if I am going to cherish my wife, loving her is easy. And if she's going to cherish me, then respect is easy. 
What do you think it is? I was, I asked you the uh, Well, no, I'm asking you, what do you, what do you think it is? I think I need another sermon here. Good grief. Okay, well, what do you think the word cherish means? I mean, you've got to have an idea in your mind of what it means to cherish. Because, okay, those of you, how many of you remember Donna Nola? Okay, yeah, I didn't think there would be very many of us. Um, what was your first impact of, of them as a couple? They were in love with each other. I mean, like like Bud and Jerry. And I mean, the, you know, the, would you feel the same way? Okay, those of you. I mean, they, they were inseparable. They would, they were, well, in their, their 70s, maybe in their 80s, and they would sit there and look at each other like they, like they had just met. You know, they had this, this thing about them that you would, you would sit there and look at them and you think, I want that in my, in my relationship with my wife. Do this, I gotta do that, I can't do that today. Are we showing reverence and cherishing? Are we putting them above? What? So does that answer your question? Yeah, it's good, yeah. Cause, cause, where I, I grow in that direction. <laughs> well, it is. And, and, and it is it is a growth. It is yeah. a growth. Uh, and and you know, Don Don later, because because this is something we've talked about just about every time we see him and we try and see him once a year. So every time we see him, well, since COVID, yeah. Um, but um, we've talked about this many times and, and Don has expounded on this to me. And he said, you know, uh, when the kids were little, Nola was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, you know, he was in the Air Force. He was a career Air Force guy. He got out of the Air Force and worked for the state of California. And, you know, they had, you know, the four kids, the the big house, the suburban house. They had a swimming pool in the backyard. They had the they were living the American dream. We loved each other, and we were just plodding through life. And then all of a sudden, I retired, and I was stuck with this woman. And 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 he well, he never said that he didn't know her, but it was like all of the all of life finally caught up with him and he realized that he never took the time to cherish her and to put her on the pedestal the way he felt he should have. Yes, ma'am. Right. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, it, it's, it, it's one of those things that I, I don't know that I really have an answer for because I'm still trying to pursue that myself. Yeah. 
What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> which one? Okay, I, I'm, I don't know which book it is. Okay. Anyway, so it is, in my, in my thinking, it is the step beyond love. And, and it, it enters the realm of agape love. Unconditional love. Okay. Any other questions? Yes, ma'am. I talked to Don a week or so ago, week week and a half ago, and he is going through some major health issues. He's he ha, he's having what well, what platelets. His platelets are like really really low, and they have to give him like platelet infusions and different things. So um, he has to go once a week to get it checked, and then if it, if he's okay, then he's okay. If he's not, he has to get this infusion and. But yeah, he's he's really health-wise, he's he's really struggling. Yeah, we we thought honestly, we thought we he was we were going to lose him uh, a few months ago. He was so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Any other questions? Okay. Huh? Okay. John chapter seventeen. John chapter seventeen in your Bibles. <clears throat> I believe that within all of us is a strong desire to be known and to know others. Um, uh, We would today, because of COVID-19, um, we would we 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 see the results of what happens when we cannot socialize am i right okay um fortunately here in the state of nevada uh it's not as bad as some places but when you are not allowed to socialize um it It affects, I believe, to uh, uh, an individual to the core of how God made us. He made us to be social. <clears throat> so understanding that is, is important to understanding the next statement. I believe that all people have a desire to know their creator, whether or not they believe in that creator. I believe that within every man, God puts that desire. But what happens to that desire? Exactly, exactly. Right. Okay. <clears throat> we live in a world today that we are absolutely bombarded with advertising. Are we not? Every, I mean, it's not just TV anymore. It's, it's every aspect of our lives. It seems like 
we are being bombarded with advertisement. Uh, my wife was talking with someone. I forget who 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 were we talking about? Joy. Yeah, we were talking with Joy um, on Friday, and they were telling me that you can ha- be having a conversation with someone in your house if you have those smart devices in your house. You can have a conversation on toothpaste, and next next time you go to Facebook, guess what ad pops up? Well, or, or even on a smartphone and different things. I mean, we are absolutely bombarded on every side by uh, by by advertisement. Now, what is the the outcome of advertising? Well, that, I mean, that's the goal. But what is the outcome? Okay, key there. Okay. They are trying to convince you that you need something. But what is the reality? The last thing in the world my wife and I need right this minute is toothpaste. Just saying. Okay? That, that's an inside joke. Just, okay. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, because of coupons. <laughs> Never, never mind. We could open a, a toothpaste store. Um, the promises, the promises of ads, are they ever fulfilling? You mean if I buy? You mean if I buy a a a, a brand new Toyota Corolla? I'm going to look like Tom Brady. You know, I mean, seriously. What? No, I, I'm just, I made that up. <clears throat> or, or if I buy, if I pair, if I buy a pair of Nikes, I can jump higher and run faster. Well, the, the, yeah, this is true. See the whole the whole point of advertising is to get you to be convinced that you need something that you don't need. That that is they are lying to you. Okay, that is the whole that's the whole premise of advertising. It, it is a big fat lie. So <clears throat> in John chapter 17, let's let's start reading in verse one. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may may glorify thee. And thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as uh, thou hast given him. Verse 3, and this is life eternal, that ye might know, uh, that, that, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love and for the work that you do in our lives. And 
Lord, I ask that you would speak to our hearts tonight, that you would encourage us, that you would strengthen us, that you would help us to be more like you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. The one thing in life that is certain is that Jesus loves you. Melanie and I were talking about this. I, I teasing I was teasing the other day and I said, well one thing's for certain and I, I named off something and and um, that I'll never be asked to do. You, you know, the, one of those things, you know, I'll never be asked to do that. Um, because a, a friend of mine called me and said, hey, can you pray with me about something? And I, and I said, well, they'll never ask me to do that. And um, uh, she said, well, the only true thing in life that, is, that, we could, that we can always trust in is the fact that Jesus loves us. See, that's not advertisement. That's truth. And there's a big difference. I have a picture for you. Um, this is a. I, I, I hope it. I hope it comes through. Um, oh, we have. We okay. Okay. Let me keep talking here until we find this picture. Is, did I? Oh, that's what I forgot. I, I. I'm sorry. That's my fault, Chris. Um, it should say picture number one under PM. And then, and then there's a whole list of other ones that we'll get to later, hopefully. Okay, okay, it did come through clear. Okay, <clears throat> this this is a, a what kind of graph is this? A pie a pie chart, okay, or graph. Um, now, <clears throat> you, you may be looking at this thinking, okay, what does it mean? Well, what this is is this is a uh, a pie a pie chart that was done by the International Bible Society, and it indicates in the yellow here that 85% of people that get saved get saved between the ages of 4 and 14. That, that, is, a, that is a staggering number. Okay? 10% from 15 to 30 30 plus only 4%. Well, from from the age from the age of 30 to when you die only 4% of people get saved. I found fa- I found this chart to be incredibly interesting. The fact that Eddie got saved statistically, is a miracle. It's a miracle anyway, but even a bigger miracle. Yes. Now, why, why, is, why is this chart so important? Okay, it's important to train and to teach our children about the things of God? Absolutely. But there's, there's another reason I showed you this chart. And I couldn't, I couldn't find the exact data. I'm going off of my memory here. And I wish I had saved the article. But several years ago, I read an article <clears throat> that totally agrees with this, but in the opposite. Do you have any idea 
of what grade level most people start to reject God. Right at this 10% rate. Middle school. Well, okay, it, it was it was the later ages of, of middle school. So it was like 13, 14, and, and so on and so forth. I, I would have, I, as I was reading the article, I guessed before I finished reading the article, and I would have guessed high school to college. But it's it, 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 the, the rejection of God starts in middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so it is it is critical that we reach young people. Okay? Just saying. But at the same time, does this mean that we Stop witnessing to people. Absolutely not. Okay, absolutely not. There you go. It should encourage us to, to work harder. Exactly. So uh, you, you can go ahead and take that down, Chris, if you want. Um, uh, I went online and I, uh, I, I, I did some research and I came across something that I found to be very interesting. And this is <clears throat> the main reasons why people... Stop believing in God. And I, I, found, I found this article to be very interesting as I read through it. But I, I, I didn't, I'm not going to read you the whole article. I'm just going to give you uh, the top 22 reasons why uh, they believe the more, majority of people stop um, believing in God. The number one reason was <clears throat> watching a loved one die. <clears throat> I personally have known people that have have done that. Uh, somebody in their life uh, dies, and they they blame God. Right? Why why would a loving God take take so and so away from me? Right? <clears throat> Some of these I found interesting. Some of these I I, I most of them I I I should say. As I read them, I thought, mm-hmm, I, yeah, I get that. So the next one is working in the medical field. Now, now to me, that was a surprise to me because if, if, if anything, working in the medical field would, would prove to me that there is a God. Right, right. Right. Um, <clears throat> this one I totally get. Uh, experiencing infidelity or divorce. Uh, I know a lot of people who will blame God for that. Um, uh, being being gay. Uh, knowing believers who aren't uh, very compassionate. Shame on us. Christians are some of the meanest people I've ever met in my life. Just saying. Uh, seeing a family fall apart. 
having, uh, oh, excuse me, not having uh, any evidence. I found that one to be interesting. You know, um, you know, because because most most young people are taught that evolution is truth, when in reality it's just theory. So they they think that there's proof out there. In fact, I was talking with someone uh, today even who did not know that carbon dating process is incredibly flawed. It, 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 it is like not accurate at all. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> uh, oh, this one. Uh, and I, I totally get this one. Uh, what, uh, witnessing greed will, will make people, especially greed of, of, of Christians, Yes. Um, seeing parents uh, staying in a bad marriage. Uh, feeling restricted. Found that one to be interesting. Uh, being forced into having faith. Uh, I, I, um, uh, <clears throat> being forced into having faith. Um, I, I, I read something... Uh, uh, the other day and a young man was talking to an older lady and he was very respectful to her and and uh, she asked him she said boy you're awfully respectful and and um, she asked why why are you so respectful when most young people your age are not and he says well he says ma'am he says that's because I have a drug problem he said I had a drug problem and um she said, really? I would have never guessed. And, and uh, he said, yes, ma'am. She said, my mom and dad drug me to church on Sunday morning. They drug me to church on Sunday night. They drug me to church on Wednesday. I thought that was funny, but anyway. <clears throat> More parents need to do that. But, but the problem is, if you literally drag your children instead of bring your children, then you're going to have rebellion in their hearts so you need to create an atmosphere of hey we get to go to church not you have to go to church um uh having unanswered prayer i can't tell you how many times people they pray to god with their request with their timeline and it doesn't happen on their timeline and they well i i'm done exactly (laughs) yes that's right that's right okay uh feeling uncomfortable now that is an unfortunate truth an unsafe person coming into church um, oftentimes does feel uncomfortable and we as a church family should do everything we can that every visitor walks through that door, we make them as comfortable. I don't care what they look like or what they smell like. It doesn't matter. And even if they stand up in the middle of church and sing songs. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Okay. Um, This one I don't understand. I'm going to read it, but I'm not quite sure I understand. 
Yes. <clears throat> Connecting with the universe. Yeah, I, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, I, that one I didn't get. Um, uh, having unanswered questions. Just, you know, who, you know, nobody has all the answers. Okay. Um, seeing faith do more harm than good, and they, what they were referencing here is is people who are martyred for the faith. See, they see that as being harmful. Being shunned by peers. Again, Christians can be some of the meanest people. Uh, seeing God as selfish. That one kind of caught me off guard. I didn't expect that one. Um, meeting people of different faiths. Because I, I, actually, are we not all serving the same God? No, we're not. Well, the Christians are, but... The the I, I'm sorry, but I I, I am not <clears throat> I am not worshiping Muhammad. Okay. <laughs> yes. Everybody has to just kind of get along. Just yeah, it doesn't work that way. Let's see. The last time I checked, they say, the Bible said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me." Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Feeling overwhelmed with guilt uh, is a huge problem. Huge. Uh, uh, researching the roots of religion. And I want to, the key word here is religion. It, when I was in college, I had to study religion. And that'll drive you insane. It is the craziest thing. What, what men have, you know, um, anyway, I, I won't get into it, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I will. Um, <clears throat> many of the practices within the Catholic Church, well, not only, not only are they pagan, but almost all of them go back to a point where the church needed money to... to 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 light a candle, it costs you. Okay, yeah, the church needed money. To to baptize a baby, it costs money. The church needed money. You go back into the church history in the Catholic Church, and and it's amazing what draw what that the things that they do today, all have a result or all have roots in in the Almighty Dollar. Right. Yeah. See. It, it, see. See. But. But. See. That's religion. That's religion. Okay. And then the last one is uh, experiencing uh, constant fear. Uh, so many people believe that God is a God that will punish them if they get out of line. Okay. Now, as I, as I read through this list and I was reading this article, there's one thing that is missing in all of these answers. I, I mean, it jumped right off the page at me 
when I was reading the article. Anybody? Close relationship. All of, all of these reasons why people stop believing in God have their roots, if you would, in a non-relationship with God. See, if I had a relationship, my wife and I, I, I I'm, I'm tempted to show it, but I don't know if I will or not. Um, we know a young man um, in Colorado. Uh, we watched a, a, a video of him today. Uh, his son was, uh, he, he was, he's in the military, and uh, he was on maneuvers. And while he was gone, his, his, his wife, who was his, son, his son's stepmom, uh, beat him to death, murdered him while he was on maneuvers, and then buried his body out in the woods. And, and then, you know, he came home. That there was a big manhunt for, you know, trying to find this kid. And she claimed she didn't know. Anyway, long story. Anyway, he gave up and gave a testimony today. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, last night. I thought it was today. Uh, gave a testimony in this church last night about the part of the journey that he had to go through to deal with all of this. His own wife killing their son. And the one thing that I, 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 I kept hearing and different things that he said, and and he he ended up summing it all up by, by by basically saying. The only thing that got him through it was his was his relationship with God. And in a nutshell, that's that's what it was. The only thing that got him through was that relationship. And we so often we jump to conclusions, and we and we. We um, what's the word? Um, we assume so much, when in reality, what does God want? God just wants to have a relationship with us. So let's go to our books, page number twenty-five. <clears throat> oh, you can't, Bob. Candy forgot your book. <laughs> <laughs> That's not loving your wife, Bob. <laughs> Just saying, okay, buddy? <laughs> Just, yeah, it's not cherishing, yeah. Okay, uh, page 25. <clears throat> so, uh, under introduction here, uh, let's, let's see how much we can get done in the next 10 minutes. Um, one of the most exciting and humbling truths uh, of the Christian life is that God uh, desires to have a relationship with us. Underline that sentence. Highlight it, memorize it. I don't care what you do with it, but that is an, an incredible statement. Think, think about this. Let, let, let this thought just kind of sink in. A holy, divine God wants to have a relationship with you. Now, I'm sorry. You, you might be able to wrap your head around that, but I can't. Because I know me. I can't fathom why a God 
would have a desire to have a relationship with me. I just can't. But he does. We are made to know him. Even after uh, we trust him as Savior, he wants us to grow in our knowledge of him and our experience with him. John chapter 17 and verse 3, we read it a few minutes ago. uh, And this is life eternal, that they may know me, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. In this lesson, we will learn about who God is and how we deepen our relationship with him. <clears throat> question before we before we get into lesson two question well now let, let me let me let, let me go ahead and get started god has revealed himself to us god does not expect us to just figure out for ourselves who he is he has specifically revealed himself to us Your next blank, he reveals himself through, anybody want to take a guess before we put it up? Oh, he beat me to it. Uh, you're a little fast on the mouse there, buddy. Okay, he reveals himself through creation. Now, let, let, let me ask you a question. I, I, again, this is, a, this, this is one of these questions I've been asked a thousand times in the last 12 years. What about the people that live in the jungles of Africa that have never heard of God? Okay. My wife and I, many years ago, we used to live in in, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, But uh, when we lived in South Carolina, the kids were little. Um, you know, vacations then were tent camping. Isn't that awesome? We're too old for it now. Uh, we don't sleep on the ground. <laughs> it's too hard to get up. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in fact, we still have the tent. Anybody need a tent? We have a big... Anyway. <clears throat> um, <laughs> um, uh, we, we, uh, the kids were little. Uh, we took a week off. And we went up to Cherokee, North Carolina. Uh, Cherokee uh, is a beautiful, it's in the Smoky Mountains if you've ever been up there. Anybody ever been to Cherokee? Okay, so a couple of you have. It is absolutely beautiful up there. Anyway, as we were driving um, through the mountains, uh, and you get on, you actually get onto the uh, Cherokee Indian Reservation, um, I just noticed that there was about every half mile there was a, a Baptist church. Just church after church. After, and I was like, wow, what is up with that? I mean, they were just everywhere. And I'm sure they weren't every half mile, but it just seemed like it. It just they were the churches were just everywhere. And <clears throat> I didn't really say anything. I just kind of, you know, filed it away and and then uh, one of the days we went down into the city of Cherokee and there's a, 
an Indian museum and uh, and everything there. And we thought, well, hey, you know, we ought to take the kids through and do the tour and everything. So <clears throat> we went in and went to tour. And then we got about halfway through, and they one of the ladies that was given the tour uh, uh, told us something that was at least it was surprising to me, um, <clears throat> and that is that uh, she said. How many of you noticed uh, that on the reservation there are a lot of churches on the reservation? And I, like most people, raised their hand. And, and uh, she said, let, let me explain to you why that is. Okay, that, that, yeah, I'd love to hear it. And she said that early in the history of the Cherokee Indians, that they, they used to worship the sun. Because the sun is the giver of life. And then sometime later, one of their wise men got the, great, the bright idea of, wait a minute, who made the sun? And then they started worshiping the maker of the sun. And then... So they they didn't they stopped necessarily worshiping the sun, but they started worshiping the Creator, which they did not have any clue who that was. And then, throughout the stories that were passed through families in in the in the nation, was a story of a a white man who would come with a book that would have all the answers. So when white guys started showing up with the Bible, claiming to have all the answers, the Cherokee Nation got saved in droves. Why? Because back somewhere in history, they stopped worshiping the sun and they started worshiping the creator of the sun. See, God has revealed himself in creation. <clears throat> Turn over, if you would, in your Bibles to Psalm chapter 19. If you ever have a chance to go to Cherokee, North Carolina, you ought to go. It is, it is an unbelievably beautiful area. <clears throat> Psalm chapter 19 and verse 1 says, And the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. When I was a kid growing up in L.A., <clears throat> I can remember asking my mom one time, why is the sky so red? You know how the sunset, you know, the sunset, and, and you'll get that, that red, almost blood red glow uh, on the sunset? Now, I know now that that's God, okay? Um, but I, I just remember getting an answer. Oh, that's the smog. <laughs> and I went... Yeah, I was a kid. Okay, 
I don't, I don't know. But <clears throat> even the heavens. You know, just just think of the heavens for a second. How many how many universes are out there? How many black holes and all the all of the stuff that these scientists find? How vast is it all? You know what God did? He went, and it was done. He just spoke it. I mean, he didn't even do that. He just spoke it. Boom, it was done. Exactly. Exactly. Do you, do you realize the, new, the, the mathematical impossibility of planet Earth? The fact that we are at the perfect tilt if we were, I, I, I want to say, I read it and it was incredibly short, but if we were just, just a little closer to the sun, like, I mean, not even a mile, I mean, just, uh, just a, a little closer, we'd all be dead. The fact that we have gravity and water, because if you don't have gravity, what happens to water? It doesn't say, okay? The, 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 the mathematical impossibility of Earth is, is incalculable. But yet, what do, what do you weird science sci-fi people watch these Star Wars and all this stuff? <laughs> it's fun, whatever. Um I just anyway, I shouldn't I shouldn't do that. That's my opinion. I just think it's silly. Um, but I didn't grow up with sci-fi. We didn't watch that. We watched westerns. Okay, just saying. Um, uh, but it, just the mathematic impossibility of the Earth is 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 incalculable. Even the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmaments. Show us handiwork. All right, we, we need to stop here. We didn't get very far. Sorry about that. What's the date today? Today is the 7th? Yeah. Okay.